2: Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves.
1: I'm Dori Freer. Hello, I'm Kate Spencer. And we are not experts. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. Like a lot. A lot. And this here is a mini episode. Where we take your calls and emails and questions
2: and comments and concerns.
1: Feedback, complaints. We take it Compliments. On. Yeah. We'll take it. Um, You can always reach us at our voicemail number, which is 781-591-0390, and our email, which is forever35podcast at gmail.com. We're starting with an email today. It's a bit long, but it's in response to a previous mini episode topic. Yes. In which a listener called in asking how to speak to her boyfriend about perhaps stepping up his fashion game, and Dory and I suggested don't do that and boy did people weigh in
2: oh they sure did
1: with some some people agreed with us most people disagreed with us Mm -hmm. and disagreed with us pretty strongly yes um which is great it was actually opened up a really interesting conversations about a lot of things i hadn't even considered indeed so we're reading one email that we got that we think kind of summarized it all really well yeah I just listened to the latest mini app and while I love the pod, I've got to say that I totally disagreed with you regarding the woman writing in about her boyfriend's clothes. I'm a sociologist, and I teach gender and sexuality studies, and what I heard in her letter was her frustration about the societal norms that expect women to dress well, wear makeup, take care of their presentation, etc., but that do not expect any of the same from men. While I agree with you that it's not good to try to change your partner, that's not what I heard in her question at all. If she had been wanting her boyfriend to lose weight or gain muscle or look a certain way – parentheses, preppy, more like a jock – then I would be concerned. Instead, I heard her expressing frustration at the double standard that gives men a pass to wear sarcastic t-shirts and call it a day while their partners have to spend way more time and energy on their appearance. I also want to mention that social norms around masculinity teach men that taking care of themselves is feminine and thus bad. We want to push back against this idea. For many men, fashion and skincare and hair care are out of reach. They're not socially acceptable forms of masculine expression, and that really sucks. I think giving her partner encouragement and permission to lovingly and playfully explore other forms of dress and expression that might require more care could be really wonderful. I know it's not exactly the same, but I think it is helpful to think about the ways that women are expected to take care of the house and always present a tidy, careful living space while men are generally given a pass if they have a messy bachelor pad full of toys and video games. If we think about that in connection to the gendered expectations about dress for men and women, I think we can see that the norms around care and presentation are similar. Graphic tees are not a personality. They're a specific kind of clothing that doesn't require much thought. Let's give men a chance to put some thought into their self-presentation. It's not judgmental to want your partner to put some effort into their appearance, particularly when every single piece of media screams at you, the woman, to always put in this kind of effort. A few practical ideas that this listener may benefit from. Watch Queer Eye with your boyfriend. The entire premise of the show is exactly this, to redefine masculinity with care. Also, you could suggest a date night where you both take $40 and buy each other a new outfit. Or you could just start buying your partner clothes and tell him that the sweater made you think of him and that you would love to see how it looks. Or you could just tell him how you're feeling about all of this. So many interesting things in there. So many. And really, I feel like we were given a lot of food for thought on this one. Yeah, We appreciate everybody who weighed in. We value your uh, points of disagreement as much as we value your points of agreement. Mm -hmm. So thank you for sharing them. Um, We hear you and we really, you know, we'll rethink this one. Yeah. Or not.
2: Yeah. Well. But maybe both. it's, It's given me sort of more to think about so much more question
1: yeah so much more so um and to the original listener who called in thank you for your question and for being Mm -hmm. part or being the impetus of such an interesting discussion yeah there
2: was a very spirited discussion about this in the facebook yeah
1: yeah we really really appreciate it so thank you all right, Dory. Yes, I'm going to transition to an entirely different topic. I can't wait. Why don't you take this one? I with would your love to. Beautiful voice. Oh,
2: thank you. you know. I would love your advice on a topic that is plaguing me and I'm sure many other women. What step in the skincare process is the best for sunscreen? Now that warmer weather is approaching, I want to incorporate it into my routine. I've read articles that say it should go right on your skin and others that say it doesn't matter. I've heard you should apply the most expensive product to the least expensive or heaviest to lightest, but I'm still unsure where sunscreen fits into it all. I know that I should be better about sunscreen, but I'm unsure when to apply it. Maybe our hive of self-cardigans would have some input too. And she shouts out Amy in Philadelphia.
1: Her, her BFF. BFF.
2: Um, if anything, you should go lightest to heaviest product, not heaviest to lightest. Because you want everything to sink in. And if right. you go heaviest to lightest, then the, the lighter things aren't going to sink
1: in because you already put the heavy things on. And I always do sunscreen in my skincare process in the morning last same right yeah and then if you were going to put makeup on it would go on top of the sunscreen yeah. I believe yeah again no expert here but just what I do no
2: I think that's the that's the accepted um order of operations yeah
1: I've never heard you apply the most expensive to the least expensive have you ever heard that no I don't think what something costs should define where it goes in your I agree lineup um our heaviest product to lightest. Yeah, I think you're right about that. So I think sunscreen would go, you know, w- however you want to wash your face, whether it's just with a splash of water like Dory does or me with a, my kombucha cleanser. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you might tone, you might throw a serum on, and then uh, some moisture.
2: Yep. And then a sunscreen. And then a sunscreen. It is recommended to, to separate your moisturizer and your sunscreen for
1: most effective sunscreen power. Yes. You know, but if you're wearing a moisturizer with SPF, you know, it's better than nothing. I would say.
2: The other thing that you can do is if you want to kind of touch up, if you're going to be outside and you want to touch up your sunscreen during the day, you could get a powder sunscreen. I
1: have one.
2: Kula makes a nice one. Um, Supergoot makes a nice one.
1: I've also used sunscreen wipes. Oh, I've never used those. They're pricey, but they're very effective on sunscreening a child great um dory yes we've got a voicemail i can't wait to hear it okay open up your ears here it comes
3: hi kate and dory my name is also kate um i'm calling with a question and looking for some advice um i am a teacher i'm a phys ed teacher and um there's a national phys ed and health ed conference coming up this week in tampa florida and i get to go to represent my state of vermont um I volunteer my time in our like professional organization. My father's in the background. (laughs) Um, I, I volunteer my time in our statewide professional organization. So I get to go to the national conference and I'm really excited about it. But as it approaches, I am just feeling very stressful. And I compare myself to everybody. I know that I'm very competitive and I'm just worried that instead of enjoying this amazing professional opportunity, for three days in a beautiful, sunny place, Um, I'm just going to compare myself the entire time and beat myself up and pretty much leave at the end of every day being like, I don't do enough, I suck, I should be doing more, I'm not as good as these teachers, I don't belong here, you know, all those wonderful things. So if you could give me any advice on how to step into a room where you're surrounded by really impressive people with and you're not leaving feeling like crap. <laughs> um, so if you could give me some advice or a pep talk <laughs> or something, um, that would be amazing. And um, my toddler and I uh, love listening to your podcast. <laughs> Way to daycare every day. All right. You guys are the best. Bye.
1: Here's your pep talk. You are freaking amazing. You are a parent. You are a. Physical education teacher, which means you're changing children. I don't know the age of the students you work with. You're changing students' lives on the regular. You volunteer your time with a professional organization while you do all those other things. That right there is enough. That makes you amazing. You are worthy. You deserve to be in sunny Tampa. Let's hope it's sunny. And walking into that room with as much confidence as the next person
2: also may i just point out Uh you are in that room too yes you belong there as much as everyone
1: else and your credentials are not what make you truly exceptional we all know people who have 50 degrees or who have invented the bicycle (laughs)
2: You know the person who invented the bicycle? I do. Yep,
1: I do. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know the inventor of the bicycle. <laughs> He's, she's in Silicon Valley. <laughs> she's very successful. But I'm just saying we all know people who are incredibly quote unquote successful by whatever, you know, terms we've societally established as success. And they are not kind people, good people, happy people, whatever. You know, so, so how we measure success and worthiness of being in a space you know, doesn't need to be by a quote unquote accomplishments.
2: Also, you know, I think there's always an element of fake it till you make it sort of in, in these scenarios, at least in my experience. Like, I think when you walk into a situation like this, if you project that you belong there, then you belong there.
1: The other thing I always think about in these kind of situations is remembering that everyone probably feels just yes. as nervous, insecure, imposter syndrome as I do. Um, you know, you're not alone in those feelings. Those are normal feelings that I think each one of us has in whatever different situations totally. we're experiencing them in. So don't give your don't beat yourself up too much for feeling that way. Yeah. And when those feelings come on, just like take a pause and say like, okay, I see that that's where my brain's headed, but you know what? I'm just gonna like I see those feelings and those voices. And now I'm gonna just move away from mm-hmm. them and enjoy my time mm-hmm. anyway thank you we see you congratulations
2: i think the conference probably already happened by the time this aired but i hope you had a good time
1: yes and savor this pep talk for any other conference you have yeah. to go to or any other time you need
2: a just pep keep talk. it as a little snippet on your phone yeah
1: just always press play <laughs> Hear my hear our voices dory let's take a quick ad break let's do that and we'll be right back I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 Lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com/f35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com/f35. That's masterclass.com/f35.
2: Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer.
1: if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, one thing I think is really kind of interesting about skin my skin but all skin is that like what it needs now in my 40s is not what I needed in my 30s totally definitely not what I needed in my 20s Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but like how are you supposed to know what your skin needs it's hard it's hard to know especially when there's just like so many products out there the overwhelm is real it's a struggle to even know how to get the results you want what products to start with. This is why we're super excited to partner with Apostrophe. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed medications that are clinically proven to help. I have used Apostrophe. I love it. They will pair you with a board-certified dermatologist who literally creates a personalized treatment plan for your skin. I have done this a few times now. It is so easy to do their online consultation. You upload photos. And like within a few weeks, I had done a consultation and received my treatment plan and my product. Amazing. And that is how I became a tretinoin gal. I love the tretinoin that they sent me. I love their sunscreen. Both products have been amazing on my skin. And you, Forever 35 listeners can get a special deal from Apostrophe. You can get your first visit for only $5. That's at apostrophe.com slash forever35 when you use our code forever35. Now that is a savings of $15. I like that. This code I is only available to Forever 35 listeners. So to get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash forever35 and click get started and then use our code forever 35 at signup and you will get your first visit for only $5. Thank you apostrophe for sponsoring this episode.
2: So we have another voicemail.
1: We do. Yeah. Let's hear it. Okay.
2: Hey, Kate and Dory. I am a mother of two. I have a three-year-old and a one-year-old.
0: And I just found out I'm very, very newly pregnant. Um, and I, I'm having a lot of guilt about the way I'm feeling about it. Um, one, because I'm angry at my husband for not getting a vasectomy like we had agreed upon. And while I know it's not completely his fault, I, I can't – I'm having a really hard time not being angry at him for just making the damn appointment. Um, But also, um, I'm feeling guilty because so many people try to get pregnant, and they have a hard time, and I'm upset because it was too easy. And I feel like – I mean, like a shithead. Honestly, for, um, like selfish, like a little brat. I feel like a brat. And, um, I'm really nervous about it because I had a really bad postpartum with both of my previous pregnancies. And, you know, and I'm going to have two, three kids now to take care of while possibly going through that again. And it's very scary. So I'm angry. I'm scared. I'm, I'm upset because I'd always only planned on having two kids and now I'm going to have three and just, Everything that I'd ever planned for my life is is different now, and so I just had a lot of emotions. Um, so I thought maybe you guys could help me <sighs> reframe the narrative. Um, I don't know how well I, I'm just I'm just having I'm really having a really hard time um, getting through my feelings about this. So if you guys have any words of wisdom about when things don't go to plan or pivoting. With a life change or anything like that, that would be greatly appreciated. I love the podcast. Thank you so much for listening again. um, And I hope to hear what you guys have to say. Thanks. Bye.
1: Hi, listener. You have so much going on. Let's break it down. Yeah. I think the first thing I want to say to you is your feelings are all normal. And I understand why you are having feelings of guilt or feeling like a shithead but I just want to say that you're not. Yeah. Um, Everyone's experience with fertility is different. You can't control your body in that way. I mean, you can't control your body in some ways, but when it comes to fertility, but in many other ways, as we've talked about on this podcast, you cannot. And your experience is yours alone. Um, And if you can, take that guilt off your plate because you have so many other things and other feelings there I think that might be a good first step I know it's very hard to stop those feelings from coming
2: yeah yeah I mean I think something that I feel like we talk about often in the infertility community when like people like you come up. Um, because yeah, I think there is a lot of re- often a lot of resentment totally towards people who get pregnant really easily. Um, but you know, I think also people often say, we don't know what else this person is going through. You never know what else someone else is going through. And you know, someone who is dealing with infertility could look at you and say, Oh, she's, she's so lucky. You know, she just gets pregnant, but like you're really struggling and your feelings are valid too. So yeah, I mean, I, I know it's hard, but I don't think you need to feel guilty for getting pregnant when people can't get pregnant. Um, there's things that they might have
1: that you don't. Yes, there's things that we all have that other people yeah. don't. Um, the next thing I would say is let's tackle the things we can find practical solutions to. Number one, the vasectomy appointment yes. needs to be made. Immediately. Yes. Yesterday. 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 And so we can check that off. and it need, and that needs to just happen. Yeah. And your partner needs to handle his sperm. And then two, your concerns about postpartum depression, anxiety are super valid. And you're feeling scared about it is a totally normal reaction. I think one way that might help you feel more in control of the situation is to start. Getting help for it now mm-hmm. and putting in, you know, getting mental health providers, getting your, you know, lined up or seeking them out, asking any, if you have a peer group for recommendations, um, looping in your OB, your general practitioner, your community, your support system. Let's get everybody like involved in a way that supports you so that if that does happen with this third pregnancy. It can. Everyone's aware that it could. You know, it, it's not being handled last minute, or you or you're feeling like you can't handle it. You have a support system in place way ahead of time, so that.
2: I would also add your husband to that oh, support system. You know, I'm
1: sorry. I just assumed. Yeah. yeah that he was I a mean, part of
2: it. I think couples therapy could be really
1: helpful. Dory, I think that's a great recommendation. Thank you. To 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 verbalize these feelings yeah. in a safe space with a person who can mediate and navigate. Yeah,
2: and then also, you know, I think he can get better set up for how to support you. Yes, both and during and after your pregnancy.
1: A freaking man. Thank you. We don't know what your financial means are, but I also think setting up um knowing whatever your childcare is so that when you are a parent with three children, I'm not sure if you are a stay-at-home parent, um but having a support family that partner, Mm -hmm. your equal partner, um, to make sure that you have the space you need away from your kids to just do whatever you need to do to nurture yourself.
2: (sighs) And we wish you luck.
1: Yeah. I just want to say all your feelings and fears and anxieties and emotions and anger and guilt. It's all valid and and it's all normal. It's all valid and it's all normal. And I think, Communicating them definitely to your partner in a way that um, you feel heard and are heard is really, really important. Um, And I hope that you also have a good community of friends who can support you too. We're thinking of you. Thank you so much for uh, calling us. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older. So we have one last email, a very important email. It is. It's a follow up to an email from a previous mini episode from a listener who wrote in celebrating ranch dressing Mm -hmm. after having been deprived of it throughout childhood and, and having it kind of play into, you know, disordered eating and eating issues. They now are putting ranch on everything. And this was a really wonderful email follow up. I know you all get buckets of emails, but I can't resist a quick follow-up. Today, I was tickled to hear my email about ranch dressing on the mini episode. A few hours later, I had a visit with my five-year-old, soon-to-be foster daughter. She happened to tell me that she also loves ranch. I know I will be an imperfect parent, and salad dressing is near the bottom of her list of current concerns, but at least I can give her this one thing. I have chills reading that. I know. I I mean, I'm so happy for you that United you... United in ranch. Yes, that you have connected with your foster daughter and that you are going to be setting such an amazing example for her and providing her with the most delicious dressing and dip
2: totally known
1: to humankind. Indeed. So thank you for that quick follow-up. We really appreciate it.
2: Well, that brings us to the end. But before we go, we just want to remind everyone that I'm going on maternity leave, which means three weeks of no mini-ups.
1: That's what it means here at Forever Thirty Five. Yep, three
2: weeks of no mini eps. That's maternity. <laughs> We're going to
1: be taking a break from mini episodes, yeah. um, and but we will return.
2: We shall return, and
1: we and keep the questions and voicemails yes, coming.
2: Please keep them coming. Please, we love. But them. just know that they will be saved yes. for the end of May
1: when Dory's back from her mini episode maternity leave. I am. Thanks, everybody, Thanks. so much. Bye. Bye. <laughs>